This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry with my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. And also, tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Ten minutes away from I think we will need to add DOI to the name of Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. We'll do that in about ten minutes. But the Jets are letting everybody know, just with Aaron Rodgers out, does not mean our season is DOA. Their coach, Robert Sala, in a press conference not too long ago said, I don't understand why people keep putting obituary next to our name, even though we lost Aaron Rodgers for the season. Let's bring the man who played in the NFL and played for the New York Jets. Now part of the terrific radio show, Barton Hahn, Monday through Friday on ESPN New York Radio on 90.7. He is Bart Scott, ESPN NFL analyst. Hit him on Twitter at Bart Scott 57 Bart, what was it like for you as a Jets player? And you see that injury happen, and you see the Jets' season potentially go down to two with the injury to Aaron Rodgers. Well, it was gut, gut-wrenching, right? You know, watching it four plays in, if you went to go get something to drink, you know, thinking the game was just getting started, you missed what happened. And maybe the biggest, you know, injury in all the football in week one when you consider what the magnitude and what, you know, what was expected of Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, it, it's just a tough and unfortunate thing that happens a lot, you know. Um, and, unfortunately, it happens more often to the Jets than it happens, it seems like, to other people. But then I try and remind Jets fans that remember that Carson Palmer – had a catastrophic knee injury right when he was throwing a 60-yard touchdown that Joe Burrow, their you know franchise quarterback, blew his knee out. Um, it's part of the game. It's unfortunate that it happened to Aaron Rodgers. Expectations, I think you think about all the big matchups that we were going to see. But I think when you watch the game when Aaron Rodgers went down, I think you said, you know what, I see exactly why he came here. When you look at that defense, you look at Brees Hall coming off an injury and how explosive he looked knowing that Dalvin Cook's just getting warmed up. But, you know, on your intro, you guys have some words. I believe that's South Pal Antonio, and they talk about the offensive line. I want to push back on that a little bit because on those plays that he got hit and he got injured, those were on him. The ball was supposed to be gone. And I'm not saying this. That doesn't mean that he expects to get injured, but that was Aaron Rodgers trying to do something special. When the design of the play was to throw at the legs to get the defender to put their hands down so they can't bat the ball down, J.J. Watt style, but it was supposed to be a slant flat on both of those plays. So, yeah, the line, I think, played a lot better than people give them credit you know, uh, for. And you look at what they were able to do in the run game when the Buffalo Bills and everybody in the stadium knew that they were going to have to run the football. Um, so I think this, this offense line will only get better. Um, Zach Wilson, you know, I, I have Garrett Wilson on my show every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came on, and you know, to much, much of my surprise, I didn't realize that Zach Wilson hadn't taken any snaps on the offensive side of the ball the entire game. So that can explain a lot uh, as far as, you know, the thing Hackett and how really trying to figure out at the beginning of the game what he's comfortable with, what he retained, knowing that he didn't get any reps the entire week. I mean, I think I tip my hat to, to Zach Wilson in that regard, and I think that really shows a lot about what the experience that he got by playing every preseason game. And Bart, I want to I want to touch on what you mentioned about the play that Aaron Rodgers got hurt on. So for everyone listening right now, we have this thing offensively that's called the quick game. That means the football is supposed to get out quick. And I actually seen it Thursday night, the Lions versus the Kansas City Chiefs, where the offensive linemen for the Lions were cut blocking some of the Chiefs defensive linemen when Jared Goff was getting the ball out quick, right? And you do it just like Bart said, so you can get those big defensive linemen in their hands down. Now, what's key when that happens 
is that the quarterback has to understand that the ball has to come out quick. And But, Bart, I would say this. When you look at a game of that magnitude, Aaron Rodgers being in New York with a new team, 9-11, he comes out with the flag. You know, they feel like he's the savior. He's the guy to put them in a position. Sometimes, instead of just throwing that football away, you, you, you may think that, you know what, maybe I can make a play. And, and rightfully so, because he's done it for so long at a very, very high level. And I, I agree with you. I don't believe those plays, even the early one, the, I think a play before or two plays before that, is on the offensive lineman because that ball is supposed to be out. But let me tell you what I've seen from the back angle. Aaron Rodgers, it was a safety down on the left-hand side, Right. Normally in that window where you want to throw that slant, that receiver taking three steps and breaking inwards. So it was a safety. I believe it was Michael Hyde sitting there. So Aaron Rodgers, when the ball got snapped, he I think he thought the safety was still there. So he immediately went to the right. Now, what happened to the right side of the formation is that a linebacker that was on the line of scrimmage buzzed out underneath and he kind of played two receivers. So that allowed Aaron Rodgers again to hesitate. And just in the blink of an eye, next thing you know, he's sacking, he's hurt. So I, I do agree with you, though. I don't think that was yeah. on the uh, on the offensive line. Now you went you went through you went through four progressions in a in a in a play where the ball is supposed to be out as soon as your back foot hits hits yep. the third step. So you just <laughs> explained it all there, right there. He was trying to too, do too much, and it's part of that fifteen play drive because I didn't understand that the Brees Hall looked like he was. About that action, he had that battery pack charge like he was last year. <laughs> I thought that they maybe should have went back to the run, but understand everybody to our listeners too, and we, we always try and make sure we have the most informed listeners in all of uh, sports radio talk, talk radio, and understand that teams have a 15-play script, 15 pre-scripted plays that they come out with. They want to come out with different formation, different plays to set the stage and see what works and also see how defenses react the formation shifts motion, and they just got caught in that. If he could have got out of that 15-play script, we don't even know if that three-step game throwing at their legs would even be part of the game plan going forward. It's just unfortunate. It's one of those things, man. Like, And when you hear, and this is why I have a little bit concerned about Joe Burrow, whenever you're dealing with a calf injury, mm-hmm. you're still with Kevin Durant. We know that that means that that tendon is being stressed, and it doesn't take much if that foot gets caught in the ground. To, to, to blow your Achilles out. We also lost J.K. Dobbins in week one, too, to push back on all the people that feel like artificial turf shouldn't be in the NFL. The Ravens have grass. Great start. Bart Scott played in the National Football League, now part of Barton Hahn and ESPN New York 98.7 FM. ESPN NFL analyst joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. If you're Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, how do you get this team to move forward? and focus when you got those rough things called the Dallas Cowboys coming to town to play your team this Sunday in the NFL? Well, listen, just remember last year they, 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 they played the Pittsburgh Steelers were fine. They played the Green Bay Packers and was fine. Uh, you remember, they did that. They did that without Makai Beckham, which I thought, I think he showed a lot yesterday in being able to move that pile, being able to throw guys off the club. Um, <laughs> the problem is all these fat boys are out of shape because they don't play in the preseason. They see guys huffing and puffing. And what's the first thing you lose is your mind when you're tired and technique. And you get sloppy, right? So guys got to get in shape and understand it's going to take about three or four weeks because they don't play in the preseason to get an NFL full game shape. Uh, I'm not – what I hate is the fact that if Aaron Rodgers was there, we had Aaron Rodgers going against Dak Prescott. But then we may have a true indication about which defense is better. 
right? Because just as impressive as the Dallas defense was, I would say that the, uh, the, the Jets defense was equally as impressive. And I tell you what, I've been telling people all, all year, I believe that Jermaine Johnson will be the best defensive end taken out of that, that, that draft class. And he didn't prove me wrong yesterday. I think he'll catch Aiden Hutchinson because I think he's more of an athlete. I think he's more of a natural pass rusher. I think he's already passed Thibodeau. I think he's already passed Walker. And I think, um, you know, he, he's going to be a special, special player for them. So special that they decided to put Carl Lawson down, a guy who's on a $15 million a year contract. And, you know, you, you know I'm sure we're going to talk about where should the Jets go later. But how about they have something that people covet. They have a $9 million certified pass rusher. So I think the Jets can use a guy like Carl Lawson because they have a surplus of pass rushers that they can maybe use him as a chip for somebody that wants to give up a backup quarterback. I think that's an, un- that's an unfair trade, giving you a great pass rusher that's capable of 11 sacks. But desperate times call for desperate measures, and we're desperate right now. I think Zach could be better if you look at how he played when he was the full-time starter with Brees and Garrett Wilson just last season. Like I said, I think the fact that he played so average was the fact that he didn't have any snaps all week. Now, let me say this. I want to go back to Sunday night football when the Giants played the Cowboys. Was Sunday night a sign of things to come for the Giants this season? Oh, boy. I mean, that right side of the offensive line has to be addressed. And uh, we, we thought that Evan Neal, remember, you know, Thomas struggled as well when he came out his first couple of years. That's why they drafted Evan Neal. And then he had the all-pro year last year. And I think they were hoping for that big jump, you know, that he went down to, to, to Willie Anderson's uh, training facility and put in a lot of work. But he has to be better. And they have to do, they have to do a better job because this run game and passing game can't get off the ground. You can't – the Giants did a great job of going out and getting Hyatt, going out and getting Waller, you know, going to get Paris Campbell. That's a lot of speed. But that speed needs time to get down the field. If you can't, you know, take a five-step drop without being able to plant your foot and go over and read the, the, the coverage and rotation of the safeties, you won't have opportunities to take advantage of that speed. So I don't know if the Giants are going to have to go with a, you know, Tiger personnel, which you call 21 or 12 personnel, two tight ends and kind of block them up and, and release three of these guys out of the coverage and keep two in the block, or they have to figure it out. Uh, I think they went against one of the better defensive units. They'll have a week off this week from Arizona. They'll look great, and <laughs> we'll think all problems are fixed. And then they'll go around, and they have to see San Francisco the next week, and they'll be in trouble again. And they have to figure out if they're going to be able to be a player. If they can't, they, they won't even be able to say the word playoffs, even – expired to have the playoffs if they can't show up that right offensive line. And the problem is they don't have any money to go out and spend. You know, Jason Peters went inside today. That would have been something maybe that you could go in and put him at an extra tight, tight end or something like that, tight, tight end eligible or tackle eligible and try and see if he can give you some work. That's asking a lot. When you, you draft somebody the first round, you expect to be able to get dividends. Well, hey, Bart, always great to catch you with you, my friend. Keep it the great. We'll talk to you soon, and thanks so much for joining us. Man, so man, 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 that's it. I was going to tell you about all the quarterbacks they should go after. They should go after well, Teddy Bridgewater, maybe okay. Teddy Two Gloves. Keep go going. Kobe Brissett. Keep going. They can use a guy like Carl Lawson to be able to try and get guys at that Garden Minshew. <laughs> I would go Garden Minshew, I would go Teddy Two Gloves, and I would go Jacoby Brissett because Jacoby Brissett played very well last year. And if you have a run game like the Jets have, a guy like Jacoby Brissett is smart enough 
to be able to, if you give him time, to have fun with a guy like Garrett Wilson and the Jets still have plenty of money underneath the salary cap, about $10 $11 million, to be able to sign some guys once some guys take loose of some of these trees. See, you did it, and I didn't get in your way. See, that's what we do. <laughs> I appreciate that, Sasha. Thanks, Bart. Talk to you soon, my man. <laughs> great stuff by Bart Scott from Bart and Hahn and ESPN New York 98.7 FM. He does a great show. Alan Hahn from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time each and every day on that great station. He joined us here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We're going to stay with what he had to say about with the New York Jets. We know they're not going to have – just Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback. Robert Salah, the head coach of the New York Jets, said, Zach's our man, Zach's our guy. If he can't do it, then nobody can. Right now, they have a backup by the name of O'Boyle. Not a police officer, just a backup by the name of O'Boyle. He's not going to be the backup. <laughs> so we're going to bring in Shannon Penn, our producer. Noted Giants fan. A lot of people are going through misery. Everybody in New York. It's supposed to be the summer of the Yankees and the Mets. That didn't happen. It's supposed to be the fall of football in New York. That may not happen with both of our teams. So, Shannon, we're going to do a little make it sense. When it comes to the Jets going after these quarterbacks, we'll let you know if it does or if it does not. Shannon, the floor Absolutely. is yours. Make it make sense. All right, I'll give you a quarterback. You'll tell me if it makes sense for the Jets to go after. Harry, I'm going to start with you. As Bart mentioned, Jacoby Brissett with the Commanders. Does it make sense for the Jets to go after Brissett? It does. You talk about a guy who was with the Cleveland Browns last year and did some, uh, I won't say amazing things, but did things good enough to have this team in a position to where they didn't, dismantle right. right and then when Deshaun Watson came Deshaun Watson actually played worse than Jacoby Brissett we're talking about a guy who at some point had his uh starting chances with the Indianapolis coach so he's been able to be in those roles and he's a guy that's perfect for a situation like this because we do know he can pass the football we know he can take care of the football and we also know that he learned in the Bill Parcells and anybody who learns in the Bill Parcells that says a lot uh to me honestly what he said. Let's move on. <laughs> all, right, all right, Freddie. The next quarterback on the list. Make it make sense for the Jets to go after Teddy Bridgewater. I can make it sense this way. What he does best fits what they do offensively, where they can run that bootleg action, get him out on the perimeter. He has enough arm strength where he can make those throws that you need to make, where if a guy is open or make those tight kind of window throws, make those anticipation throws, you're not asking him to push the ball 56 yards downfield because that's not what the Jets offense does. Zach Wilson tried to do that in that Jets offense and it just crashed and burned anytime he tried to do that. So, yeah, I can make that make sense. You're getting a quality football player as a backup, but as important, you get a quality person because that's what everybody said about Teddy Bridgewater, no matter what team he's been on, either as a starter or as a guy trying to be the backup to the starter, be a just-in-case insurance and policy. Yeah, one of the things I love about Teddy Bridgewater is that he doesn't mind hitting a check down, and that's a good thing. Uh, I believe in the f- philosophy, never get tired of making deposits and putting money in the bank. That's one of the <laughs> things that these young quarterbacks coming to the National Football League need to learn. That's something that Zach Wilson had to learn within his first two years. If it's not there, don't try to be a hero. So I love that about Teddy B. I thought he did a decent job last year with Miami. So, uh, yep, I will have him on the list too. All right, Harry, the next quarterback on the list. Make it make sense for the New York Jets to go after Andy Dalton of the Panthers. Um, I wouldn't. Andy Dalton's a bit on the older side. And I think when you look at this team, if you're going to go with the older quarterback, it needs to be in the light of a Tom Brady, a Aaron Rodgers in which they brought in, a guy that's going to really, really be able to move that needle for you. So I'm going to go no for Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'm with you. 
Yeah, I'm not doing that. As far as Andy Dalton, I mean, at a certain point, I know that he's a quality backup. Let him stay with the New Orleans Saints, wherever else. I don't think I'm not trying to make sense of that with Andy Dalton. If you want to be like a kind of quarterback coach in waiting, then let him do it with somebody else. That could be a rookie quarterback or along those lines. But as far as that, I'm with you. That's a complete ant when it comes to Andy Dalton. I won't make sense with that one. All right, Freddie, make it make sense for the Jets to go after Jameis Winston of the Saints. No, I can't do that. I mean, Jameis Winston still at this point in his career. I mean, we talk about Josh Allen being reckless with the football. Jameis Winston really is reckless with the football. And the sad part about that is, Harry, is that there's not a throw that Jameis Winston can't make. Mm -hmm. No matter what you want. Short, intermediate, deep. He he plays hard. He plays tough. He studies the game. But I think once in a while he gets too much with his inner Jameis Winston and lets it out. It never ends well unless you're a defensive back or a linebacker. So that's a complete hard no. And I'm, I'm not making sense of that with Jameis Winston going to the Jets. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes for Jameis. What? Um, because also you have that defense, right? You have that defense. And when I'm looking at Nathaniel Hackett and whoever they bring in, and if that other quarterback is playing, Nathaniel Hackett has to really be in his bag and really pull and show that he's worthy of that offensive coordinator title without Aaron Rodgers being attached to him. And sometimes it's okay to protect your quarterback, whoever you have in, whether it's Zach Wilson or Jameis Winston, if they trade for him or whoever, by saying, you know what, we're going to lean on this run game a little bit more. Also, when it gets to third and like 15 to third and 16, you tell Jameis Winston, if he's your quarterback, hey, don't force it here. Our defense is great. A punt is just as good as trying to force something down the football field. All right, the next quarterback on the list. Make it make sense for the New York Jets, Harry, to go after Mitchell Trubisky of the Steelers. Mm-mm. Lord. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say. Mm-mm. I wish y'all could see my face right now. You know how gra- you do something you're not supposed to do and grandma shake her head. Mm-mm. I can't believe that boy did that. I'm going to have to beat him. <laughs> that's how I'm shaking my head right now. Mm-mm. That's not just a no. That's a hell no. When it comes to Mr. Trubisky <laughs> being any kind of quarterback, I don't care if you have him QB1, QB3, even QB48. I don't even want him as QB100. Eh, eh, eh. Not doing that. We do our best to make sense of backup quarterback because Zach Wilson, according to Jets coach Rob Sala, is going to be the man with Aaron Rodgers out. We're doing that right now on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Once again, here's our producer, Shannon Penn. All right, Freddie, make it make sense for the Jets to go after Marcus Mariota. Of the move on. No, no, move on. Move on. No, 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 no. I'm not answering that. I, yeah, I'm going to go no as well on that. No. Next. Wow, pretty dismissive. All yeah, right. Well, we got to Have co- you not seen Marcus that's Mariota a, Marcus, play? That's, that's my boy now. That's my boy. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm a, I got to do my job, too. That's yeah, a no. Yeah, yeah. It's a no. Yeah, that's. No, move on. <laughs> All right, Harry. We'll make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. Just dissing people all over the place today. All right, make it make sense for the Jets to inquire about Taylor Heineke of the Falcons. Yeah, I can see this one happening, and I think Marcus Spears touched a, a lot on it. He was with the Washington Commanders, a team that leaned on the uh, leaned on the run game a lot. They had uh, phenomenal skill position players, Terry McLaurin. You look at a guy in, in Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a strong defense or a strong defensive line. You look at the uh, New York Jets and what they have defensively, not just their defensive line, but their entire entire defense. And he's a guy that you know, can make plays as well, right? He's he's not a statue back there at the quarterback position. He's mobile, and he can surprise a lot of people. So I, I can see this happening. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, completely when it comes to Taylor Heineke because he doesn't have that arm arm strength, but certain guys know how to pass the football. Their guys know how to throw. Their guys know how to pass. 
And Taylor Heineke can do that. And why Washington gave up on him and they kept trying to move him out. And anytime they tried to move him out, he got back in the line and played pretty well. But the other guys that they decided to go, Sam Howell, yeah, I'm with you. Taylor Heineke, especially the way the Jets' offense is structured, he does make sense with the New York Jets. All right, a little rapid fire here with three more free agent quarterbacks for you guys. Freddie, make it make sense. The Jets go after Colt McCoy. Yeah, I could see that. As a backup, he's been a quality backup everywhere he's been. In a spot as a start for a couple of games, he's not going to hurt your team. He's not going to put him in a desperate position or put him in a bad position. Yeah, I can make that make sense with Cole McCoy being a quality backer for the Jets and Zach Wilson. Yeah, I'm saying for for a backup role, not to be the starting quarterback. Uh, I didn't realize Cole McCoy been in the National Football League since 2010. Uh huh. Long time. That wow. N- that NFL pension. Hey, it, it worked for Chase Daniel. Ooh, sure did. <laughs> now he's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harry, make it make sense. Speaking of frigid quarterbacks for the Jets to inquire about Joe Flacco. He was hey, on the team last season. Hey, Joe, you know, 2008 draft class. Shout out to 08, man. But, Joe, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Not happening. He's more Joe Stucco than Joe Flacco. And Stucco <laughs> always sticks to you. No, we, let's move on from that guy. Come on. No, no, no. All right, one more quarterback here, Freddie. What about Carson Wentz? Make it make sense. So the Jets inquire about <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, I'm gonna say no as well because everywhere Carson Wentz has been, it's been about his attitude and how he isn't able to relate to the locker room. Why would I want a guy like that in the same quarterback room with Zach Wilson? When Zach Wilson just finished getting over that, right. And with his teammates a season ago, no doubt nope. about that. Yeah, Stacy Lamore, Stacy Lamoon hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and at H Douglas eighty three. What about Jared Stidham? He'd be perfect for the Jets in the back yeah, of the room. But I don't think the yeah, Denver Broncos with yeah, they're not doing that. would part ways with him, knowing yeah. that if things aren't looking right with Russ, they can go to Jared Stidham. Absolutely, yeah. That's the only problem with that, Stacey. It's a fair fair thing to put out there. But the Broncos, right now, Russell Wilson's on thin ice. And that's a guy that Sean Payton has a lot more faith in to be the backup and maybe the starter if things continue to be on thin ice with him and Russell Wilson when it comes to Denver. Keep weighing in on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at H Douglas 83. Don't forget the phone number as well, weighing about the Aaron Rogers being injured and the Jets' future and any other NFL stuff you got at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I think when it comes to Josh Allen, we've seen too less of this, yeah, and too much of this. Could last night have been a defining moment for him for the rest of his NFL career? We'll discuss that next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. To the 10, to the 5, touchdown! And I seen I had a shot. I had Artie and Bryce Hall on the ends. I trust them guys to my core. And I just seen the opportunity and I just took it. There are plenty of Bills fans and Jets fans saying that I need the guy to me after last night. And the Jets won. We're going to take your calls on that in 10 minutes here on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance. At 888-729-3776. What is up with Josh Allen and the Jets future to Aaron Rodgers? We'll hear what you have to say in 10 minutes at 888-729-3776 about both of those teams on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80, as well as tune in. And don't forget to tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, Josh Allen, in the words of the great Chris Berman, what? I'm trying to force the ball. Um, uh, yeah, same same place, different day. I can't even imagine when you knew that I'm changing his middle name to DOI. <laughs> Definition of insanity. When he keeps doing those same things over and over and over and over again, expecting a different result. He should be AFC Defensive Player of the Week, not white headed the Jets. I know he had the three interceptions, but Josh Allen had as much to do with that as Whitehead being in position. You can't have those mindless turnovers from a guy that's an elite quarterback that we've seen that kind of ability, Harry, when it comes to Josh Allen and what he's done before, especially when the guy on the other side is nowhere near your quarterback class that took over Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers got injured and Zach Wilson became a starter for the Jets again. Freddie, uh, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it because we are talking about a guy in Josh Allen and you talk about the Buffalo Bills, who we all view as a Super Bowl contender, for a guy in his sixth year in the National Football League and where a lot of people feel like he ranks among, you know, the upper echelon of quarterbacks in the National Football League, what I witnessed yesterday was inexcusable, it was irresponsible, it was reckless, and it was a lack of awareness from Josh Allen. It was bad. And I would say this. I would also throw in there the lack of respect for the Jets as a football team and an organization. In what way? Because my thing is that would you throw those passes like that? And we touched a little bit on this in our in our pre-show meeting, right? Would you throw those passes like that if you knew Aaron Rodgers and you had to go toe-to-toe with him the entire game? You know, Zach Wilson is in the ball game now, so you just feel, you just feel like you can just – do any and everything that you want to do from the quarterback position. And then you had a 10-point lead. The Bills had a 10-point lead going into halftime. Right. 
you know all you got to do is take care of the football and you're probably going to win that game. And you you didn't do that as as the quarterback, as the leader of this team, as someone that this organization is counting on. And a lot of people get upset with Josh Allen. And I have some buddies that I travel the world with. And I'm going to say the name, Gary Goodspeed. He's, go. he's, a, he's a big guy, so we call him Gary No Speed, right? <laughs> also, I have a guy named Sean Evans and, and a guy named Ed Sipple, which I go to Buffalo a lot. Got invited to go to the game this weekend, but I can't because it's me and my wife's birthday. Uh-huh. But Happy birthday, Mr. I, I go to Bill's games with them all the time. And I have argued with them on trips, on fishing trips in Alaska, telling them that Josh Allen has been the reason why you guys haven't pushed through and gotten to where you want to get through. Now, I understand Josh Allen does a lot of phenomenal things, and sometimes his athleticism and his creativity makes up for a lot of the things, mm-hmm. bad things that he do. Right. Right. That's the difference I would say between him and Dak Prescott. No doubt he, about that. He, he can improvise and make things right, even though he has done wrong. And they still had an opportunity last night mm-hmm. with his mess ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he cost them the game last night. You're right. up 13 to three in the second half. Aaron Rodgers is not there on the other side to level you off. And you go out there and he played more like Zach Wilson than Zach Wilson did. There you go. I'm glad you put it that way. I put it, and for a guy of his caliber, mm-hmm. it's inexcusable, Freddie. No doubt. It can't happen. Like, it was killing my stomach last night. I ain't even had the boo-boo, though. But it was like one of those sharp pains. <laughs> one of those sharp pain hurts that. Paul. How was he continuously doing this over and over and over again? That's why I'm calling the DOI definition of insanity. And you can play reckless if you know that you have a 20-point lead. All right, you make that kind of throw, you're just showing off whatever that is. But we've seen this too many times in key situations. We've seen Josh Allen try to be more Josh Allen. And on Get Up This Morning, they were talking about that Superman complex that he has. And Dominique Foxworth says, I'm okay with the Superman complex if you got an alien invasion and a couple of lives are lost. But, <laughs> but when you're trying to save the cat out of the tree, I don't need you to do that. The cat's fine in the tree. Save the cat more than anything else. And I could not stop laughing when Dominique Foxworth said it, but he was spot on. Sometimes you got to do what Zach Wilson did. Get the cat out the tree. Bring the cat to its owner. Yeah. Everybody's feeling good. You need to like wipe out the tree and wipe out the park. We got the cats going. Now I'm on fire because of you. At a certain point, if you're Josh yep. Allen, I'm hoping that last night could be a defining moment because I saw the look on his face when we had this cut that we played about five minutes ago. Yeah, trying to force the ball. Um, uh, yeah. Same. Same place, different day. I'm hoping Josh Allen is sick and tired of being sick and tired because I know from a Bills fan, I'm sick and tired and sick and tired of that with a guy that kind of ability that I've seen exactly what he can do, and I'm tired of seeing what he can't do in those situations. Yeah, I think it could be a blessing in disguise for him because what I heard, you know, his post-game presser, and I seen that body language and the tone in his voice and the hurt and the disgust in himself. Absolutely. Knowing that the first game of the year, everything that y'all went through a season ago, y'all could have set the tone last night, but the leader, the tone setter of this football team didn't do his part, and he is the reason why himself that they didn't get a chance to win that football game. So, so I'm, I'm hoping, yeah. but but he got to stop playing reckless too, though, because yep. there were times last night, and even you heard Troy Aikman say it. I mean, my yeah. goodness, you got to get out of bounds. Why is he trying to jump over two or three defenders on third and long, and you know you're not going to pick up the first down? Well, I'll answer that. By the way, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry talking about the miscues that happened 
at the hands of Josh Allen. Four, in, four turnovers, three interceptions. Buffalo loses the Jets 22 to 16. I'll answer that question on ESPN Radio. After you hear what Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, and get out to say about Josh Allen, he's a CNR, careless and reckless. Everyone has been giving Dak Prescott all the smoke this offseason yeah. about the turnovers, okay? No one gives Josh Allen smoke. What we saw last night was a travesty. And it's something that Josh Allen has done throughout his whole career is turn the football over. Yes, does he make spectacular plays? Absolutely. But what's the number one job of a quarterback? Take care of the football. I'm not even talking about going to try to go get a touchdown. I'm talking about just mundane type plays where there's no need for you to put yourself in harm's way. And he does it all the damn time. When is the smoke going to go towards Josh Allen and the way he plays football? You want that smoke, Damian Whitty, for Josh Allen? I'm going to give you that smoke based on what you just said. Josh Allen, for the first time in his NFL career, is feeling that pressure. What if he can't do it? We've never had that conversation about Josh Allen. We always believed he was on the come up. Last year, we believed he was ready to be that dude that he and the Buffalo Bills could take down Patrick Mahomes and beat Kansas City. It wasn't fair that they didn't get a chance to have the ball in overtime because look what Josh Allen did to lead him back versus Kansas City Divisional Playoff. Boo on the NFL not giving everybody a chance because he wanted the orange slices. Well, he got the orange slice last year. And they got the blood beaten out of them in a home playoff game because he can outplay Joe Burrow. So now he looks around and he knows even his own division before Aaron Rodgers got hurt. The Jets in that division. Tua Tungavailoa and the track team they have in Miami. You got Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Justin Herbert in Los Angeles. Trevor Lawrence in, in, in Jacksonville. All of a sudden, Josh Allen looks around and says, if I don't make the kind of plays, we're going to regress. For the first time in his NFL career, He's got to deal with pressure being the guy. And that pressure wore his behind out against Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. He continues down that path. You know what we're going to say? Man, a lot of talent, but whoo, poor Josh Allen. Couldn't get it done. You do not want to be that guy if you're Josh Allen with the kind of ability in a loaded AFC that's going on in 2023 and beyond. Well, and I'm going to take it a step further. If I'm any of these other top defenses, elite defenses that has an amazing front four, and I know I can get to the quarterback Josh Allen with four and play zone behind it, that is what has given Josh Allen problems throughout his career, especially last year and also within the first game this year. The defensive line of the of the New York Jets, when you can get home rushing four yep. and drop a lot of people in coverage. So when I'm looking at the Washington Commanders who have a phenomenal front four and they can play zone behind it, when I'm looking at the Miami Dolphins with Vic Vangio and I'm looking at that defensive line that they have and then they say, you know what, let's play coverage behind it. When I'm looking at the New England Patriots who had a top 10 defense a season ago, maybe they'll do it. When I'm looking at the Denver Broncos, maybe they can do it. Also, when I'm looking at the Jets, who which you got to play again, and then New England Patriots, who you got to play another time, the Dallas Cowboys, who you got to play. These are all teams who have elite front four guys or elite defensive lines that can adopt that principle that we've seen the New York Jets have have done the last three times they have played Josh Allen. Yeah, he's an HOF when it comes to ability. But right now, Josh Allen is not the Hall of Famer. He's a DOI, definitive insanity. I hope last night for him <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills could be that meat cleaver moment where we can say after that, Josh Allen learned his lesson and it was okay to be a part of the Justice League and not be Superman and having but, cats but also, wiped out all the place but, but by trying to save him. Sean McDermott and Ken Dorsey, okay. they got to have a heart-to-heart with Josh Allen. 
That's fair. Because and, and not to diminish his play, but they got to have a heart to heart with him and to let him know, like, listen, man, we love everything you're doing, but these mm-hmm. things are hurting our football team. Yeah, and they and he continues to do that. I mean, he took the blame for that loss. Yep, we all saw it. We all were there. He was not lying. Your thoughts when it comes to Josh Allen? What's up with him? And the Jets' future without Aaron Rodgers. Freddie and Harry want to hear from you at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. How do you fix the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen going forward? How do you fix the New York Jets without Aaron Rodgers going forward? 888-729-3776. Be a part of the talk on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Was that um, Josh Allen looked last night the way he looked at the end of, of last season and not being able to get settled, not being able to um, have, you know, even a couple of seconds to look look down, you know, and have a, a decent opportunity to make a good throw. And um, I just feel like if, if the line can't make um, holes for a running back, then your, your quarterback, anybody's going to feel that pressure to make it happen. And the other thing is I think with the emphasis that the NFL has decided to put on quarterback and take a lot of the emphasis off the, the running back, I think it just it, it opens itself up to quarterbacks feeling more pressured, which unfortunately can open themselves up to even more injuries. That's spot on, Vanessa, because she, she's right, Harry. She, he's trying to overcome the sins at times of an offensive line and a team that won't commit to the running game to reduce pressure on Josh Allen. Well, yeah, that's why Sean McDermott, the head coach, and also Ken Dorsey, they got to look in the mirror as well because they may be part of the problem as well as Josh Allen. So collectively, they're going to have to find a better solution or you're going to continue to get what we've seen so far. We'll look into the mirror of the New York Jets and find exactly where are they in the AFC without you-know-who. This is Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.